Welcome to the Word on Wednesday podcast for February 17. My name is John Mason. It's great you could join us. No one likes a hypocrite, someone who says one thing and does another. A hypocrite is basically an actor. In fact, the original Greek word translated by our English word, hypocrite, means actor. Beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them, Jesus warns. For then you will have no reward from your Father who is in heaven. I'll talk more about this shortly. But first, let me remind you that the Word on Wednesday is a ministry of the Anglican Connection, which is not just for Anglicans. Everyone is welcome. Furthermore, if you missed the online conference two weeks ago, for $30 registration, you can enjoy post-conference access to all the conference in your own time until May 31. You can register at www.anglicanconnection.com. And now we have a reading from the Bible. A reading from the Gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 6, verses 1 through 6, and verses 16 through 21. Beware of practicing your piety before others in order to be seen by them, for then you will have no reward from your Father in heaven. So whenever you give alms, do not sound a trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, so that they may be praised by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your alms may be done in secret, and your Father, who sees in secret, will reward you. And whenever you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners, so that they may be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. But whenever you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. And whenever you fast, do not look dismal like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces so as to show others that they are fasting. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face so that your fasting may be seen not by others, but by your Father who is in secret. And your Father, who sees in secret, will reward you. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust consume, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust consumes, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, There your heart will be also. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. No one likes a hypocrite, someone who says one thing and does another. A hypocrite is basically an actor, consciously or unconsciously. In fact, the original Greek word translated by our English word hypocrite means actor. 
In Matthew chapter 6 and verse 1, Jesus warns, Beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them, for then you will have no reward from your Father who is in heaven. Earlier in his Sermon on the Mount, Jesus said, Let your light shine before others, so they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. Now he is saying, Beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them. In both places he is talking about being seen by others. Yet he seems to contradict himself. Is he inconsistent? In chapter 5, Jesus is speaking about the moral qualities of our life in public. Now in Matthew chapter 6, he warns us against using our faith to win applause. There's a sharp difference between living as God desires and wanting to make a name for ourselves. The first glorifies God, the second only brings the momentary applause of the crowd. The attention-seeking religious get what they delight in, accolades and celebrity. But Jesus warns they'll miss out on the true reward that comes from the living, all-righteous God. All they have is counterfeit religion, empty and without lasting value. John Stott commented, Our good works must be public so that our light shines. Our religious devotions must be secret, lest we boast about them. So first, counterfeit religion, leading into counterfeit giving. Listen to verse 2. So whenever you give alms, Jesus says, do not sound a trumpet before you, as the hypocrites in the synagogues and in the streets, so that they may be praised by others. Trumpets may be a metaphor. We shouldn't sound our own trumpet when we give to the needy. But trumpets may also have a literal meaning. In Jesus' day, when there was a pressing need for charitable funds, the temple trumpets sometimes called people to make a special contribution. Anyone watching would see who responded. Jesus says that when we give so that others know what we are doing, whether in the street or in the synagogue, whether in church or at a charity function, we are being hypocritical. That said, giving to the ministry of God's work and providing assistance for those in need is biblical. Writing on godly and responsible giving in 2 Corinthians chapter 8 and verse 9, Paul the Apostle says, For you know the generous act of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, so that by his poverty you might be rich. Hypocritical religion is not from the heart. It's motivated by self-interest. Jesus is saying that hypocrites give in order to be honoured by those around them. And he says, I tell you, they have their reward. They get what they're after. Celebrity status. But that's all they'll get. There's no genuine faith and no reward from God. It's counterfeit religion. It's one of the reasons that for decades naming rights of living people were not allowed in churches. But when you give alms, Jesus says, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. 
so that your arms may be done in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. To ensure that we're not proud or smug about our generosity, Jesus uses the telling metaphor that the right hand should not know what the left hand is doing. No one, apart from God, should know about this private giving. God will see our real motives, our genuine concern to support gospel ministry and to care for the needy. To be rewarded by God is the best kind of blessing. Approval by others is transient. Approval from God is eternal. Aware of the deceitfulness of our hearts, we need to pray for God's grace to avoid counterfeit giving. Counterfeit prayer is another form of counterfeit religion that Jesus highlights. In verse 5 we read, And whenever you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners, so that they may be seen by others. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward. Prayers in the synagogues were typically led by a synagogue member, not just the formal leaders. To be invited to lead the prayers was a mark of distinction, especially as the leader prayed at the front of the congregation. Jesus knows how easy it is for the person leading prayer in church to focus more on the literary quality of their prayer and tone of voice than upon God. Now Jesus is not saying that prayer must always be in secret. He and his disciples attended services at the temple and synagogues. On the night of his arrest, Jesus urged Peter, James and John to pray for him as a group. The first Christians regularly met together for prayer. Prayer in public was not so much the issue as the attitude of the prayer. In fact, the main point Jesus makes here is the need for private prayer. For who we are in the privacy of our room is who we really are. Private prayer will be more honest and genuine. We're less likely to be motivated by selfish reasons. This is the kind of prayer that God hears. This is the way we can begin to counter counterfeit prayer. How important it is on this Ash Wednesday and the start of the season of Lent that we heed Jesus' warnings about counterfeit religion, counterfeit giving, and counterfeit prayer. So a prayer for Ash Wednesday. Almighty and everlasting God, you hate nothing that you have made, and you forgive the sins of all who are penitent. Create and make in us new and contrite hearts, so that we, lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain from you the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. A prayer for peace. God of the nations, whose kingdom rules over all, have mercy on our broken and divided world. Shed abroad your peace in the hearts of all people and banish from them the spirit that makes for conflict so that all races and people may learn to live as members of one family and in obedience to your laws. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Let us pray. Sovereign Lord God, direct with your wisdom and power the leaders of the nations. Lord, give them such wisdom and understanding 
that they may restrain wickedness and vice and uphold justice and truth through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, the creator and preserver of all humankind, we humbly pray for all who are in any kind of trouble, sorrow, sickness, anxiety, or need. We particularly pray for those who lost loved ones through COVID-19. We thank you that a vaccine has now been produced and pray that it will be made available both speedily and fairly so that all peoples and nations may benefit. Father, we also continue to pray for people who suffer because of injustice, poverty, and powerlessness. Lord, enable us to share with others the material things that they need. Most of all, in your great mercy, bring comfort and hope through the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ, who died and rose to save us, and give us meaning and hope forever. We ask all this through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of His Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you always. Amen. People involved in today's podcast are John Mason, speaker and writer, Andrew Pearson, the Dean and Senior Minister of the Cathedral Church of the Advent, Birmingham, Alabama, and Catherine Jacob, a member of the Cathedral Ministry Team. The introductory and concluding music is from the Cathedral under the direction of Dr. Frederick Teardew and Zachary Hicks. The hymn, Before the Throne of God Above, is sung by the Chamber Choir of St. Andrew's Cathedral, Sydney, under the direction of Ross Cobb. Prayers are drawn from an Australian prayer book, 1978, and the Bible reading is from the New Revised Standard Version. Please let us know if you have a question or a comment about this podcast. We'd love to hear from you. And remember, registration for post-conference access is at www.anglicanconnection.com.